Welcome to HEP Talks. I'm Luke, here with Brenda Hales, author and illustrator of the HEP Science Curriculum. Brenda, welcome to the show. Hi, Luke. Thanks for having me. Of course. So before we get into what we're going to talk about today, which is the science curriculum and some other sciencey things, um, <laughs> let's hear a little bit about you. Can you just kind of briefly introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, um, well, I've been a teacher of primary and secondary science education for over 20 years now. Um, I then spent eight years as a deputy head. And more recently, as you've said, I've been working with Haringey Education Partnership as the author and illustrator of the HEP science curriculum, which I'm loving. <laughs> great, great. Glad to hear it. Um, and and were, you, were you always into science or how did you get started with science? Oh, yeah. I, I think science just sort of found me. Um, I've always had an interest in the way that the world around us works. Um, my older brother, I'd say, was my mentor, got me into lots of scrapes when we were younger, uh, you know, looking at bugs and all those sorts of things. And it just kind of followed throughout my school life. Um, I also had a really good science teacher. And I think, yeah, she really switched myself and the rest of my class in secondary school on to science. That always helps having a good teacher. So uh, why don't you tell us what is HEP science? Oh, uh, HEP science is everything teachers need to deliver high quality primary science lessons. Um, we closely follow the national curriculum, but every unit is, is essentially brought to life through the materials um, and hands-on scientific inquiry. It's all supported by an ongoing program of CPD and there's an active teacher network of over 50 schools. So that's probably it in a nutshell. Awesome. No, that's great. And um, we're going to talk about that CPD a little bit later. So are there some kind of key aspects you might want to highlight or pinpoint about HEP science? Uh, yeah, and stop me if I go on <laughs> too long, because as I say, it's quite a comprehensive program. So there's quite a lot involved. Um, but to kind of pull out the key aspects, um, if you're already familiar with HEP Humanities, you'll see many sort of parallels in our curriculum rationale. Firstly, there's, there's a framework of coherence. So knowledge and skills are really sequenced so that they build on previous key stages, previous topics or previous lessons. But there are also networks to other sub areas, which I think is now doubly important following time lost um, during lockdown. Um, and I think a real strength of the primary education structure is that it, it sort of encourages blending of different subjects. So um, what we've done to kind of facilitate that for teachers to, is to include a unit progression map. And what that does is it maps out all the cross-curricular learning that's relevant to the key stage two um, curriculum for science, but also for um, other subjects where they kind of fit in. Right. Okay. Um, we use knowledge-rich and vocabulary-rich booklets. So for each unit, there is a booklet. And we use them to introduce the language and develop the understanding for each topic. And there's a real balance to breaking down the vocabulary that the children will need to access without interrupting the flow of the science and the stories and the events that have developed evidence that we now accept as fact. Um, each booklet is accompanied by six lessons and they're very much designed 
around the principles of cognitive science um, and to kind of quote unquote help pupils know more, do more and remember more. Um, so every lesson begins with a low stakes retrieval quiz, um, space retrieval or interleaving. And we really like to try and get in those dopamine hits like early on in the lesson to build confidence and engage children. Um, and they have lots of opportunities to revisit prior learning. We also have comprehension questions to help reassure that everyone's literally on the same page and kind of pull out the most important points from the text. Um, so that we use them not just to help assess, but also to help build new knowledge. There's a full coverage of a range of scientific inquiry. So pupils progressively build skills through observation, classification, comparative and fair testing, as well as researching secondary sources. So um, we do everything from Frankenstein's hands and baking fossils to uh, problem solving using electric circuits. And we include a unit overview that gives a summary of all the investigations and the equipment list as well. I just want to point out that that was actually a request. So the unit overview was a request by teachers at a previous CPD session, and it's been really useful in supporting teacher planning. So we do listen to suggestions, keep them coming. There's formative assessment throughout, and I love a graphic organiser, so they feature repeatedly. Freya models, word wheels, diamond line ranking, Venn diagrams. Um, I think they're a brilliant and very like, visual way of supporting children to present their thought processes as they learn, uh, particularly when they're working as part of a group. And working as a scientist, I think we overlook this, but working as a scientist often means like presenting ideas to a team so I think it's a great life skill to have too. And finally, um, every unit has a summative assessment and some include scaffolds and success criteria, um, and particularly for lower key stage two. Sometimes children know the answers, but a blank page can be really off-putting. So you'll find techniques like structure strips embedded in assessments to help pupils organize their responses. And I'd say, yeah, that's those are the key <laughs> aspects um, of the HEP science curriculum. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that is that is a lot, and it sounds great. So, just to be clear, so you mentioned the the booklets. Are all those kind of things featured in the booklets, or is there uh, are some of them separate to the booklets and included elsewhere? Yeah, so for every uh, unit, there is a booklet with wonderful illustrations, if I do say so myself. So linked with each of the booklets are a set of six PowerPoints that cover each of the science lessons for the unit. So everything you need for the investigations, all the knowledge, all the skills, all the assessments are either found in the booklet or found in the lesson PowerPoints. But then to support that, you've also got guidance from the unit overviews and from the progression maps. Right, right. Wow, yeah, okay. So that sounds like the full package that a, a teacher would need. <laughs> and and just as a little side question, where can people get these booklets? Uh, so each of the resources, including the booklets, are available on the HEP website. You can search either by title or by year group. Great. And also available on the HEP website is the CPD, which you are going to be running, right? You're going to be doing a few sessions of those. So can you tell us maybe first who should sign up for your CPD sessions, which are coming in uh, toward the end of September? So they're, they're running throughout September. 
Um, and they're aimed at teachers, subject leads, network leads, um, and even he- head teachers have attended the, the CPD sessions. Um, we've had early career teachers, teachers who kind of left science behind when they did their own GCSEs. Um, and we've had participants with a PhD in science join us as well. Um, and I think that's what makes the network such a powerful part of the programme, because we draw on a variety of like strengths and experiences. So yeah, it's, it's really for anybody who's involved in providing a primary science education for children. Great, great. And so then the follow-up question to that would be, uh, what is covered in this term CPD program? So we've got who it's for. Now, what are you going to do in those uh, CPD sessions? Um, so we try to get into the practice of starting every kind of CPD session by realigning ourselves to the curriculum rationale. Um, which I think brings clarity to what we're doing and what happens in the classroom. So no matter your level of experience, having those common aims and revisiting them is really unifying. We zoom in in some key content for each year group. Um, We know subject knowledge makes a massive difference in the quality of teaching. Um, So it's great that schools invest in their teachers by giving them the space and time to kind of sharpen the saw and develop or refresh their skills in substantive scientific knowledge. Whilst doing that, we take a close look at the effective teaching strategies included in the programme, as well as working scientifically and scientific inquiry. Last but not least, we focus on the formative and summative assessments. I just want to add, as someone who's been a network lead for a number of years, the fact that we're all looking at exactly the same set of teaching and learning resources as a base makes a huge difference and the CPD feels much more bespoke. Okay, good, good, good. Looking at that CPD, which is available on the HEP Booking Hub, I did notice that you had a session and you just mentioned it here called Working Scientifically. I was just kind of curious, what does that what does that actually mean? So I think a lot of people think it means just doing investigations in science, you know, mixing this chemical with that one and, and those sorts of things. But actually it's a lot it involves a lot more. So it involves the kind of what we call the disciplinary knowledge of science. It's about how scientists work and expecting children to work as scientists. How have the ideas that scientists from the past and current scientists, how have they come to be accepted? What's the process that they have to go through in order to have um, their ideas accepted by the scientific community? It's basically working as a scientist and not just um, about carrying out experiments. It's that whole process and how we've come to accept scientific theories, um, ideas over time. So like you said, more more like disciplinary knowledge versus just the, the content knowledge that comes from science itself. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, and so all of those sessions are available on HEP Booking Hub. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, the focus on the, the year three and then year four and then year five um, content is really uh, deliberately placed at the beginning of the academic year. It's it's really useful to get that overview and an almost deep dive into uh, the content before you teach it. Definitely. So sign up science teachers and other people affiliated with science, right? Or even not affiliated with science. Yeah, it's very <laughs> interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I have a couple more questions for you before I let you go. And the first one is, could you tell me 
what is specifically unique about HEP science? Well, that's a good question. Um, uh, so let me give you the sort of Ofsted level answer first and then a more personable one. Um, I'd say the unique thing about HEP science is that it really prioritizes that connection between learners and the curriculum. So not only is it accessible for all pupils, it remains relevant throughout the whole program. And I think that's the only way it can really be ambitious for all pupils, which is, you know, a, a mantra sort of that Ofsted have is that having that ambition for all. So it's got to be accessible for all children. I'm going to kind of do a bit of philosophical waxing now uh, just to kind of illustrate, you know, so you can kind of understand um, what it is that gives the flavour to the HEP science curriculum. So um, as a child, my parents and teachers told me that education was important. I'm sure that was the same for many of us. And it was compulsory. So I believed them and I behaved myself. <laughs> and when I was a pupil, I was sort of quote unquote intelligent enough. And I liked how it felt when I got things right. So that motivated me. But I definitely never had what we refer to as the cultural capital to connect what happened in the classroom to my life. Um, so as a result, education and my own life were very disconnected. And if I want to be dramatic, I'd say they were worlds apart. Um, it wasn't all dismal. I was fortunate enough to have like one or two great teachers, and I sort of mentioned earlier on, who went above and beyond. And they really helped me to connect to their subject area. And it won't surprise you to know that my secondary science teacher was one of those people. Um, but I worked extra hard. And the payoff for me was that I left school equipped with mostly like a string of facts is how I would describe it at its most basic level. Um, some I could remember, but most I forgot, but they were enough to improve my life chances. So my parents and teachers, they were actually right. But I didn't leave with information that felt very relevant to my day to day life. And it had a, a knock on effect on like my university and career choices. Um, so I say all of that to say this, um, for a child, learning has to be useful now to be worthwhile. Uh, so something you'll see deliberately woven throughout the HEP science curriculum are ways for children to meaningfully connect with the learning experience. Um, so it's, it's, it's almost more about engagement. It's about sort of breathing their life into the curriculum and using everyday life to access the curriculum. So to give you some examples, and of course, I could give you many because they're, they're all, as I say, woven throughout the curriculum for HEP science. But, um, you know, damp in the corner of the house is used as a hook to develop their understanding of condensation. When they learn about the parts of plants, they're not just labelling a leaf. They're learning that leaves are the dried seasonings used to flavour the foods in their culture, in their kitchen. It's also, I'd say, emotive. And I make no apologies for that, um, because I think that's another way to connect the learner and draw them in. So, I mean, things like, of course, we've got disgusting things, well, you know, the science behind why farts smell. And it's, it's, of course, linked to the national curriculum. But why did Aristotle remain unchallenged for thousands of years? What was it about him? What was it about people at the time and about the nature of science? Um, why did Mary Annan die the way she did, even though she made amazing discoveries? Even though we all follow the same human life cycle, why does what we eat and where we live mean some people die much younger? 
Why do some children their age have no access to education? And how exactly does school help prepare children for their different life stages? Um, so sort of to summarise that, I say what's unique about the HEP science curriculum is that it provides a place for all children in the national curriculum. Um, and I think that's really the only way to help all children succeed. Yeah. As a former teacher myself, getting that degree of relevance in there is so important to get students interested so that they perform better. So that sounds fantastic. And I love some of those questions too. I might have to join the CPD myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, great. Well, um, that all sounds really good. Thank you for telling us about HEP science and and the CPD that you're going to be doing. Before we go, what's, what's next for you and what's next for HEP science? Um, gosh, I think I, I always make a joke about this, but a lot of t- like a lot of time has been spent kind of producing the resources uh, for year three to five so far. Um, and just to update people, the year five booklets will all be completed by the end of September. Uh, and then it's on to the year six resources and a massive I want to say a massive thank you to teachers and schools for their patience um, and for their feedback. Um because it essentially means that they're, they're part of the program as it grows, which is really important. But I have to say, most exciting of all in the near future is what I like to refer to as going on tour. Uh, I mean, I've come up with a rider and everything. Uh, not really. I'll be sort of making a packed lunch and getting around to visit some schools. Um, and I'm really looking forward to being part of the energy and the dynamics in the classroom um, and seeing the resources in action. Um, I, I can't wait to see the imaginative. I'm one person, I suppose, when I'm writing the resources. Um, but as a collective, I can't wait to see the imaginative, like sort of tried and tested ways that the resources are being brought to life um, and what it means for the children and for the teachers that are using the resources. And I think I would probably want to end on this, that the most important thing of all is that the HEP science curriculum supports teachers to have great lessons and that pupils are like fully immersed in learning science, not just that they're enjoying it, but immersed with all their senses and we maximize their achievement and and progress in that way. Fantastic. You've, you've got me convinced. (laughs) (laughs) Great. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brenda. It sounds like you're going to be busy for the rest of this month, if not after that as well. But yeah, thank you once again for joining us. We really appreciate it. And um, I'll give a few more details of how people can access your resources and CPD at the end of the podcast. So thank you once again, Brenda. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was Brenda Hales, author and illustrator of the HEP Science Curriculum, interviewed by myself, Luke Kemper. If you want to hear more from Brenda, you can follow her on Twitter at Advisory Science. HEP members can order the science curriculum booklets via the HEP Booking Hub. You can also use the Booking Hub to sign up for Brenda's Science CPD sessions. You can find a link to the Booking Hub on the Haringey Education Partnership website or simply by going to hepbookinghub.co.uk. If you're not currently a member of HEP, don't worry. We'll be inviting schools from around the country to take part in our curriculum offer from next September. Thank you for listening to HEP Talks, and we hope you tune in next time.